Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. Morning listeners, fantastic to have you on board on this. Well, looks a little bit overcast for a Saturday morning, but episode number two of the she- of the Cricket Shepparton Show. And uh, I am joined by some Central Park royalty this morning, that's for sure. Looking forward to getting the uh, the show underway. Big thank you to Mark Owens again, who avails himself every single Saturday morning for his Super Saturday Sports Show during the footy season and the cricket season. Fantastic to have you on board, Statsman. And uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy the next 45 minutes, as will all our listeners. Hope you're well. Hope you've had a good week. And it's fantastic to bring you all things Cricket Shepparton to you over the next 45 minutes. And I'm joined by the president of Central Parks and Brennan's. Two weeks in a row, it's starting to be a little bit of a familiar pattern that could eventuate into something going forward. But I won't um, throw him under a bus just yet. We'll just see how the next few weeks uh, progress. But Daryl Butcher, thanks for joining us on this Saturday morning, and it's great to have cricket underway. Thanks, Paul. Don't get too excited about me joining. Retirement's looming. Retirement is looming. I have heard that little rumour, but, you know... Been there and done it before. Yeah, true, true. A little sideshow on a Saturday morning might not hurt, but we'll just see how uh, things go from there, Daryl. How's your week been, mate? And, uh, look, it's great that we got round one out of the way. We had a board meeting on Saturday... Oh, Saturday night. On uh, Monday night down at the uh, rooms near Deacon Reserve... A lot's been discussed about T20 cricket, uh, junior cricket. We'll touch on a couple of those things a little bit later and inform our cricket listeners and lovers what uh, what what will happen in that uh, environment. Yeah. Um, look, we were, uh, we had a good week. Uh, we got on the training track a couple of times uh, from a club point of view. Um, our numbers are good. Uh, people are excited about having a game of cricket. And mm. that was, uh, there was a buzz in the club rooms last Saturday night after the game. It's great. And it was great. There was a good atmosphere. And that sort of carried over during the week. So we just don't want this rain. As long as they can get on the park, and then uh, and then nature can take its course from there. But True. We don't want to focus too much on the wet weather. No, That's, exactly. That, that is looming. They're, they're saying um, around midday. But um, hopefully everyone can get a start. Yeah, and then. Get the covers off, get the roller out, get the wickets in, they get the stumps in and get yeah. get some cricket happening. And then we'll obviously deal with the weather when it comes, if yeah. it comes, because it's uh, sometimes it, it, it won't arrive. Yeah. Big hello to you this morning and thanks for availing yourself at such short notice. The uh, the skipper of the Central Park side, he's been involved with the Central Parks and Brennan's Cricket Club for as long as I've known it. Brendan Scott, thanks for availing yourself this morning, mate. How are you going? No worries, Diggy. Yeah, going well. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back on the park for round two today. Yeah. Um, first thing I think we need to touch on, um, Butch, and I know that you've got some details or some information, but uh, Monday night during this week uh, we had some information that Clyde Young and old students, I know that very well, and Cricket Shepherd and Legend had passed. And um, you've got some details to read out, but just from the cricket show here, the Cricket Shepparton Show, and from all the executive um, that we're a part of, uh, condolences to Val and the family on that passing of Clyde. And, uh, yeah, Yeah, we certainly... Youngie's been uh, 
hanging out for the team of the century. Yeah. And uh, look, the last time I saw him was last uh, uh, about a week, ten days ago, and that's all he talked about. He was so keen and so looking forward to it because he was catching up with a lot of old mates and. Uh, you know, at his time of life, uh, that's important. You don't get those opportunities all the time. Uh, I did drop in and see Val uh, during the week and just passed on yeah, cricket's condolences and had a bit of a chat to her. Um, she told me that the family is going to attend the function. How good's that? On the, on the Sunday, of course, that's what Clive would like. But you summed it up well. He's a legend of the association, uh, life member, uh, former president, uh, he was treasurer for years. He's on the committee for I don't know how long. Um, you know, stalwart of of old students. Yeah, um, very he, revered figure at the club. Yeah. That's for sure. You yeah. look at our honour boards, and it's pretty much pasted with his name. Yeah. Whether it's president, whether it's you know top run scorer, or whatever it might have been. Yeah. Uh, um, a real, a, a real good person as well. And I think, uh, and that, that's, that's the key thing to take out of it. If you if you go through the Facebook comments, the replies from people. Yeah. From the um, the posts that were made, yeah, the the key word I took out of it was gentleman. Yep, um, it was the the ringing endorsement of, of of a guy who was just a good bloke. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's mixed up in all sorts of uh, sports and business. He was a, a very astute businessman in his time. Um, had a had a hard edge to him, which you've got to do if you're going to be successful in business. Um, and but he carried that over into onto the cricket field too. He was firm but fair. Uh, encouraging. Uh, I know when I first started as president of the junior association, he couldn't do enough for me, uh, and it was he that uh, allowed us to integrate into cricket Shepparton itself. So, yeah, it's been a long association, and uh, we'll miss the man. Funeral? Any uh, details funeral coming? Funeral will be on the Monday after the, the team of the century, the twenty-eighth. Yeah. Okay, I've been, I believe. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Daryl. Okay, uh, Breno, how's your? side going how's the club going um you blew the cobwebs out last week with the win great to have cricket back on board and be playing i'll ask you this though how many more years of cricket has brendan scott got i always keep saying that it's me last year but it's never your last year when you when you enjoy it so much um i remember talking to some old guys it's it's now the time that i give back to the young kids around the club that there was older guys when i come through um and there'll, there'll be times that you start to drop down the order or don't bowl and give someone else an opportunity but um while we're still out on the park we're as competitive as anything but in terms of the club we started off really well we had two wins a tie um, and a close one in the D grade as well. So um, our B grade is probably a, an area that we wanted to grow this year um, yeah. to be a bit more competitive. It was it was probably a bit of a whipping grade last year. So um, really good for the confidence of our B graders last week. To and that's on the board. and that's great for your A graders as well because if you've got a few of the if you like to call it fringe players, you know, at nine, ten, and eleven in the squad, and you and you're bringing in you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen from the B grade that are performing well, it all bodes well for pushing blokes you know under the pump a little bit in a grade you you can't make a few ducks or or anything like that and have someone making 50s or 60s in the twos and starting to put the pressure on so that's always good yeah all all them 15 year olds are now 16 um they all do pre-season in footy they're all a little bit bigger a bit stronger that they can hit the ball through the ring now rather than yeah hitting the ball to fielders and not getting the value for shots so um they're definitely going to put pressure on and we'll put them through the a grade as time comes and give them their opportunity any young boys that 
sort of, uh, you know, take you by, not surprise, because I'm sure that you, you, you've seen enough of them, but any particular young boys that might have even just tuned into 1FM this morning and thinking, you know, the captain's, he's, oh, I know you got their back, but there's someone there that you can really rely on that it's going to be a really handy cricketer down the track, someone that we don't know from the outside looking in. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a name to um, follow this year. A young boy named Harris Hassan. He, um, I think he opened our bowling in B grade last week or yeah. bowled first change. Um, it's actually, exciting, isn't it, when you, when you can, we can say, like, well, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. But he might be listening in thinking, you know, the captain's noticed me. He's, he's one of the nicest kids that you'll meet. Yeah. Um, rocks up to training, um, apologises as if he is late, and even if it's only five minutes, five minutes um, very well mannered but charges in all night you've almost got to tell him to go have a rest <laughs> but he, he just wants to learn so he'll go up to Rama go and how up old to is his, he oh, i think he'd be 16 maybe, he maybe come, just turned 17 how did he yeah, come he, about did he join the juniors or was he part coming, of the... he's been coming up through the ranks uh, yep. for a little while now but he's grown and he's filled out and he's uh, he sorted out his run-up and he's hitting the deck a lot uh, a lot harder this year, which is good. Well, there you go. And, that's uh, that's uh, uh, a real credit to these guys because they've been giving him that encouragement. And he's probably pushing some of the other junior guys as well at training. If he's tearing in for two hours, um, you know, no one wants to take a, a you know, a, a shortcut or anything like that because he's, um, you know... Mm-hmm. Pumping the balls down. Yeah, and it, it's it's probably always the fast bowlers at most trainings that probably lack to bowl all night. So um, for him to chip in and uh, be able to learn while he's doing it, um, yeah, it's been fantastic. So he's playing B grade at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and there's yeah. every possibility down the track that if he can perform in the twos, that he might get a Guernsey in the in in the ones, which would be fantastic. Now, two day cricket. Are you a fan? Are you preferring one day cricket? I, we all understand. You know, six. We've lost six weeks of cricket, you know, for floods and, and whatnot. Um, and we've had to revert to the one-day fixture. You personally, Scotty, and then what do you think going forward? Uh, my, me personally, I think the association has did the best thing for this year. Um, it's only a fair competition when you get to play everyone once. Um, if you happen to play against the top side in one of the one-dayers, but then a lower side in the two-dayer and get an outright or something like that, it really throws the competition a little bit uneven. Even So well done to the competition on that. But moving forward, I've got no doubt that two-day cricket is still the pinnacle um, for teaching people how to bat longer periods. Um, and then that you'll see people develop further to eventually go down to Melbourne, the young kids that can bat a bit. But um, for me personally, um, batting and bowling, I don't mind playing one day as and less time in the field as well, getting older. Um, but I think for the benefit of the game, next year, if we can get a full season, go back to how you had the fixture this year. I think um, you're on the money um, doing that. So incorporating two-day cricket into the format going forward is certainly your belief because there is you know, arguments both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of growing the game and numbers. And we see a lot of T20 cricket. We've just had the T20 World Cup. Um, young kids are, are coming in and just, you know, watching Big Bash and the crowds and all that sort of stuff. Um, do you have uh, any thoughts on bringing T20 cricket into the competition and maybe even playing that for points? Or are you a strong believer in saying, no, it's, it's two-day cricket, one-day cricket on the off, and forget T20 cricket, let's leave it as a midweek fixture? Yeah, I've, I've always had this theory about the 2020 cricket having it as a separate competition. Um, I remember one year we had some double headers over at Marupna, um, Karamomas and Yamurka. 
And my theory is that the last week before Christmas and the first week after Christmas, when you've got people that might be away or whatnot, have a genuine 2020 competition that you can get the best team to actually win the comp. So you'd play three games in the weekend before, three games in the weekend after, then a semi-finalist and a finalist. That's, that's my theory with 2020 cricket and probably won't change. So, Not a bad point, yeah. though. Like We're still discussing right now, aren't we, uh, Butch, in terms of how we're going to organise and construct the T20 competition it's, it's going It's just got forward. to have meaning, hasn't it? At the moment, it, it's a hodgepodge. Uh, people can opt in or opt out, and that's disappointing. You either want to play cricket or you don't, but it's got to have meaning. Clubs have been emailed. They've been told. And look, I'm aware that there's, there's some clubs that haven't responded, yeah. etc. So Nothing we do need that. Yeah, we do need to make sure that we have a competition that has meaning, like you said before. And does that mean playing it for points in the future maybe one or two games could be t20 games into the future for points i don't know i like i like your thought if it does come in for points it can't be played midweek um no no you've got too many people that um work it's not absolutely rule that out some people to get to training at 5 30 let alone starting the game at 5 30 and then you've got clubs and you've got clubs that are traveling kyabram yamurka they they can't be expected to go to yaroa and be there at five o'clock no fully aware of that if you're going to do it for points it has to be on a saturday afternoon um from one till four or whatever it is it might be something that can be broken up just before christmas like you said scotty i like that idea and even um post christmas just to break it up and, and play a bit of T20 cricket. Guys can still have their weekends and they're not out of um, action the entire day. I think the thing with that too is there are enough grounds around now with decent lights and if you play it in daylight savings time um, and you've got the lights to top it up, you can probably do your double headers. Well, I said it last week. I, yeah. I, I noticed in uh, one of the – well, in the junior grades, they've got the, the coloured stumps like yep. the Big Bash. You now when you hit them, the zing bales and – They've got the scoreboard going, flashing four and, you know, hot food. Just making a little bit more of an enticing atmosphere for yeah, families exactly. to come along, invite the wife, invite the kids, um, the other families, uncles and aunties, and get them there watching cricket. I think that there's some real scope there for Absolutely. the competition to grow the game, um, especially at a T20 format. Um, just some... So with regards to the wet weather today, we, we keep an eye on it. Please check all the social media, um, especially on the Facebook clubs. Have a look at the rule with regards to wet weather yeah, and when play starts and if you've lost 30 minutes and so forth. Um, there has been posts made by clubs already today, so keep an eye on that uh, going forward and we certainly hope that we can get some cricket underway. We're going to go to a break because on the other side, it is Central Park hour if you'd like to call it here on the Cricket Shepparton Show. I'm here with the President Daryl Butcher. I've got the captain of the A-grade team, Brendan Scott. And then after the break, we're going to be joined by the coach of the club, Tyler Larkin. So stick with us and we'll be back right after the break. Looking for a new career or know somebody locally who is? Flavorite is Australia's largest glasshouse grower of fresh fruit and vegetables that operates right here in the Golden Valley. Flavorite offers permanent, part-time and casual roles in various departments across the business, such as crop care, picking, packing and more. Hourly paid roles with attractive and achievable bonuses. No experience necessary with on-the-job training provided. Flavorite prides itself on providing a great team culture and supportive environment with unlimited opportunities to grow a career in agriculture. There are multiple positions available right now. So to find out more, visit flavorite.com.au or call us on 0356231693. Station sponsor. As we age, maintaining good health and living a pain-free life can become more difficult. 
Are you somebody who suffers from regular back or sciatic nerve pain? The Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram has been treating people with these conditions for more than 30 years. Don't put up with pain any longer. Book an appointment at the Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram today. Most people only need one or two sessions. Call Sharon today on 0416 494 476. That number again, 0416 494 476. You will also find us at www.naturalapproach.com.au. Station sponsor. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmophorus virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. And welcome back to the Cricket Shepparton Show. As I said prior to the break, I've got the president, Daryl Butcher, of Central Park's Brendan here, the skipper, Brendan Scott. And now we're joined by the coach of the club, Tyler Larkin. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Digger. Thanks for having me, boys. No worries, mate. First, uh, cab off the rank. First question to you is day five of the uh, the nasty virus that we've had for the last couple of years that's been hanging around. It's got you again. And there's been some breaking news from the government that's come out and it says that if you've got day five like today, mate, you have to stay home. You can't play cricket. So how are you going to deal with that? Yeah, I've, uh, I'll have to skim through those government guidelines. I seem to change quite frequently. <laughs> yeah, nah. I have to double-check that, but... All uh, good, mate. Just stirring you up because you know very well that you'll be coming up against old students this afternoon, so uh, one less Tyler Larkin probably would help the students, boys, but not to be. How are you feeling, mate? Oh, yeah. No, not 100%, but, you know, as I said in the paper, you, you get yourself up for these games because, you know, obviously you know as well that... There's always just a little bit more riding on these games, so I wouldn't wouldn't miss it for anything. For sure, especially early in the season too. You want to get some Ws on the board because the way we know it, we, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know how many more crickets we, uh, cricket we're going to play in terms of the weather and all sorts of things that can come about. Um, mate, how's it feel being back in Shep and, and, and playing cricket in the in, in, in where a place where you grew up? Yeah, I suppose what I've been back here, I've just under a year now, so... Um, look, it's, it's been nice to transition back to the country cricket life. Um, probably one of the things I, I missed a lot playing uh, Premier Cricket. Not that, that you know, Geelong is, a, is an amazing club and has a real good culture there as well, but I really missed after games just coming together as a club and going through all the scores and seeing everyone from A grade to D grade and asking how they went. That's what I really value. And just, you know, playing in Geelong, two of our teams each week would play in Melbourne, so we wouldn't have any anything after a game and you know the boys would pretty much um, go their separate ways so to come back here and have that family culture that Central Park does is what I've really missed and it's good to be back. So it sounds like you're, you certainly are a country boy at heart and that's great to see. Do you miss the element of the standard of playing cricket down in the uh, districts? Yeah definitely um, you know it, you, that's one of the things you you get yourself up to play against the best every week like um, you know you, I've played against some Players like Glenn Maxwell played for Australia and, you know, a couple of other really good uh, Premier cricketers. So I do miss that aspect, that competitive instinct aspect of, you know, you're coming up against the best of the best. But, 
you know, I had a crack down there and, you know, I'm back here to, to help uh, Central Park put their best foot forward. Good job. And the major reason for, for coming back? Uh, there were a few reasons behind it. So I, I, was, so I, was living in, I was living in Geelong but working in Melbourne. So I was doing a fair bit of travel every every week and uh, my girlfriend lives here in Shepparton and I was in Geelong. So we were trying to decide whether to, to her to come to Geelong, me come to Shepparton and me to Melbourne. We even thought about going to the Gold Coast for one second there during during the COVID time. But a job popped up at Notre Dame and I was lucky enough to get that and then Central Park came knocking. So it was just too good of an opportunity to um, turn down. And you see, like it sounds like uh, life is pretty settled for you, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. We've got a block of land um, in the north quarter as well, so we've le- uh, landed on our feet there as well. You're flying. Good to see you, mate. Now, just a question. I asked this of Breno before. Um, you, you Obviously, you've noticed the last or the first six weeks of cricket have been cancelled because of floods, etc., and we've reverted to the one-day format. Yep. In terms of local cricket, are you a believer of one-day cricket or T20 cricket going forward, or do you still want that element of two-day cricket into the format going forward? How do you see it? Uh, I was only thinking about this just recently because, you know, we've got a couple of young kids who are trying to break into their team, and with one-day cricket, it's actually quite hard to give them a decent go. Um, the only way to do that is to virtually change the bowling or change the batting or and. Yeah, with two-day cricket, the game's so long that you can give them a good runner, you can give them a good 10-over spell, or, you know, if you rock and roll a team and you get to bat twice, you throw the order around a little bit. So I definitely see a part of two-day cricket in the future. Uh, I reckon it's, it's, for the purest cricketers, it's definitely there. Um, but on the flip side of things, I think for participation rates, it's probably not looking as, as good because, you know, a lot of, a lot of, boys these days are multi-talented um, sportsmen and football falls into that category where they can't really commit to two, two sports at a time so potentially shorter formats of the game might increase their participation a little bit because they don't have to commit as much um, but I think definitely moving forward there's going to have to be some uh, transparency to try and get even formats within the game and, and put a bit of weight to them all. I know the T20 competition's not worth any premiership points, so it's sort of looked upon as just a bit of a hit and giggle at the moment, um, which is a bit disappointing. So yeah, It's certainly a, a conundrum for the association going forward to you know entice young kids to just to play the game more than anything and yeah. then once they're in playing the game to try and keep them playing the game because as you said before there's footy there's basketball there's so many different other elements to life now especially with what COVID has thrown up in the last couple of years so um, some really big decisions need to be made going forward um, well I guess we've got to get this season out of the road when we've only just started it um, play some one day cricket play some T20 cricket and get that going and then make a plan going forward to really get those junior numbers up and going. Yeah, that's right. And as you said, probably, you know, not too long ago, basketball wasn't really a sport that was played a lot by kids. But now it's it's starting to become a lot more popular, you know, because it's so much more accessible on TV. And, you know, a lot of young kids are playing them during the week. So it's less time for them to come to training. It's less time for them to practice at home their skills and probably the general, um, you know, I suppose standard of the kids' competitions not not as what it was. So, just something we have to work through, and you know, hopefully, we can come out the other side. We're with the coach of the Central Parks and Brennan's Cricket Club, Tyler Larkin. Tell us, 
coaching the club. How does that feel? Is this your first year uh, having a crack at that? Second year, the boys have just given me the the two sign. Um, in terms of last year, this year, and just coaching the club, how does that feel? Um, passing on advice to those young kids. Yeah, so I suppose coaching comes to me a little bit quicker than I initially anticipated. I probably always wanted to give back at some stage, um, you know, particularly to Central Park, who gave me some, uh, you know, a great grounding early and then pushed me on to Premier Cricket. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a different challenge, that's for sure, because during the week, you're not focused so much on yourself and, you know, how you're going and how your technique is going. You're looking at others and you're trying to help others as much as you can. And, you know, it's, it's a, something that I'm just continually trying to grow at. I don't have much experience behind. I've, I've coached a lot of junior clubs, but never a senior club. So um, I've got a lot of support behind me, you know, with Breno and Daryl and, and it's Peter Holland and whoever else is there. So they've made it um, as easy as possible, but, you know, clearly... Last year with COVID, this year with the floods, I've, I've been dealt a couple of uh, difficult blows, which has been, um, you know, something I've had to think on my feet about. But uh, it's been enjoyable so far, and, you know, hopefully I can just start to bring some silverware back to the club. Obviously, the surname is, is, is royalty at Central Park and in Cricket Shepherd. And what's something that your old man has passed down to you that you, you know, take with you and, and, and sort of try and pass that same message on or that key message to those young cricketers at Central Park, knowing that. You know, I played against your dad for quite a period of time um, and, you know, he was a real enforcer in making sure that the, the standards were being set um, amongst all the players from 1 through to 11. What's the key message coming from you to, to, to the club in terms of what you've learnt from your dad? Yeah, I think you actually hit the nail on the head there. It's about the standards and I think, you know, when the rumblings I heard before I come back were that training wasn't that good. Um, getting back to the club after games wasn't that good, and you know, as I said, well, that's one of the things I, you know, I pride myself on is getting back to the club after a game and you know celebrating or commiserating with each other um, as a club because you know at the end of the day with the you know with floods with COVID, it's the club that's there to support you. They put you on the field and um, they look after you. So um, I really value that, and that's what I've been pushing hard for the last two years. It's you, you work hard when you're at training. Um, don't leave a stone unturned and then after it you go and put the feet up, have a beer, have a coke, uh, just enjoy each other's company. So I suppose I'm trying to pronounce it just a very work hard, not work hard and play hard sort of environment, but you know, just enjoy enjoy the work as well. Pretty sure either of Daryl or Breno want to fire a question at you, um, Tyler, and then I'll talk about quickly, I'll pose today's game against alt students in a moment. Breno. It's funny you mentioned, Tyler, about getting back to the club that uh, Tyler's uh, partner was away last weekend, so he was keen for a few beers last weekend, so <laughs> a few other partners weren't too happy that they didn't get tea on Saturday night, so Tyler's got some apologies there. But Tyler, I don't believe your house was too close to the floods, but there was a photo getting around on social media that you had a bit of a panic um, Bridget put up. Do you want to give a bit of information to the boys on that? Yeah, so... Uh, at the back of our house, Breno, we've got a drainage dam. So when all the floods started to go down, the drainage dam started to fill back up. So we actually were in more danger of getting flooded from the rear of our house than the front of our house. So it got within about two metres of our back fence. And with uh, with RP's canoe here, I thought I'd take the dog out for a bit of a paddle. So went for a paddle, and that's where the picture got snapped. And just on that, Tyler, who would be the first bloke that you would call from the club if you were in case of an emergency like the floodwaters are you know seeping through the floorboards or something like that uh, would it be Breno? 
I don't reckon Breno would be too much of a handyman. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon of Bradley, he'd have a few few hands and a few pies. I reckon he'd have a, have a fair idea about what to do. Yeah, fair there enough. Was, there was another photo of Tyler. He, he put up his five cricket bats on his bed, and that was the first thing that he lifted. Yeah, yeah. The missus wasn't happy with that one. So we were on, we I forget about one. everything else as long as the bats are looked after. We had a wedding that weekend, so the missus was telling me, you need to put stuff up on up high ground in case you get um, <laughs> okay, right. I, I looked around the house, and the only thing I could generally find that was valuable were my cricket bats. So I put them up and left. Yeah, that's unreal. Uh, Butch, what have you got for you? Yeah, well, that was a good thing you did that because one of those bats worked really well last weekend. So, Um, mate, today we play for the Andrew Adam Cup uh, and that's been struck between the two, uh, between Central Park and old students. Um, What does uh, playing for the Cup mean to you? Yeah, well, I suppose, you know, Andrew Adam in both of our clubs, it goes down in history and, you know, he's our best and fairest. Um, named, he's named after our best and fairest. So to win win that award and to have the cup, uh, both at our club, is something that's really special for us. Um, he's obviously a great cricketer. He's a little bit before my time, so I didn't actually know him as a person. But you know, I know the way that the older boys speak about him. Um, you know, particularly Dad um, as well. He was just a legend of a bloke and a, and a great cricketer as well. So that's why you know we always say there's a little bit more riding on these games and. You know, to play for a, a memorial trophy like that is also something that's pretty special. Certainly been mentioned down at Old Students for sure. Was lucky enough to play with and against AA and uh, not only a great cricketer but a great bloke. So um, that is a great tradition that the clubs have been able to produce um, for quite a number of years now. So we look forward to that. Just one last one. Today's yep. game, you're up against the old rival or arch enemy, Old Students, down at Kyala. Hopefully we'll get a start at 12.30, Tyler. But... Um, you're coming up against a team that's um, not, in terms of names, famous names at old students, etc. It's a lot of young guys there that you probably don't know a hell of a lot about. I know you'd probably be drilling it into your players that um, when you're playing against the young side, it can be a bit of hit and miss. Um, yep. so you could come up against their absolute best and you could come up against their absolute worst. And you just got to be prepared for both. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, you know, I actually didn't, I didn't play against, um, old students last year I had a funeral on so I haven't played them since I've come back so I don't know many of the players too well at all um, you know clearly there's obviously Felix um, and then I know a couple of the younger boys uh, Oscar Lamborn, Ashton Young and Sam O'Brien from out at United of the Mayors so look they've got a, they're really good quality young kids um, as well and they're good they're good cricketers so as you said you just for teams like this you really got to be focused on what you can control um, and obviously not to get too frustrated if one of them gets away because, you know, they've, they've got the talent there. So, you know, eventually, you know, we just have to be wary, um, control what we can control and then hopefully with a bit of extra pressure on the younger fellas, we can force a few mistakes. Um, but as you said, if we take the foot off the gas, they can take it and run with it. Well, certainly looking forward to it this afternoon. And first things first, if we get a start, Hopefully you might make a few, but you, the old students boys will get the chocolates in the end for your, for, for my sake. Anyway, Tyler, thanks so much for joining us uh, this morning on the Cricket Shepherd Show. It's fantastic to have you on board. And um, In terms of the rest of the season, mate, we wish you all the very best. All right, thanks, Digger. Thanks for having me, Jeff. No worries. There you go. Tyler Larkin, the coach of the Central Parks and Brendan's Cricket Club, joining us this morning. We're going to go off to a sponsor's break. We'll, we'll keep Stats going, in. actually, Digger. No, we've used we don't up need all more. Yeah, yeah used okay, up all we're done. All right. Breaks.
let's roll into some of the issues that are happening in well let me first of all say a big congratulations to the player of the round winner Mark Nolan from the Nagambi Cricket Club. Five for 19 off nine overs last week, boys, against Northerners. And I'll I just tell you, Butch, I did tip Northerners last week, and you, you and did. Butch you Scott did. laughed at me, but I uh, got that one right, only just. But uh, the Shepparton RSL is providing a $50 voucher to the player of the round in any grades, Daryl. Across all grades, yes. So it's the performance of the of the week, and it's a fifty dollar voucher. Sensational! So uh, for all the cricketers out there listening, uh, you perform well. The Cricket Shepparton Board will get together and uh, fire a few yep. Facebook messages, etc., and say, "Righto, this is the person that won it." So congratulations to Mark Nolan. Uh, of the Nagambi Cricket Club, five for nineteen off nine handy figures. Breno, I reckon you would have done that a few times. Twenty-nine with a bat, and twenty-nine with a bat. We can't yep. um, forget that either. That's probably what got him over the line, Scotty. Of course, I believe he's won two Lightfoot medals as well. Yeah, it can play Mark Nolan. He's one of the one of the best players in the competition, no doubt about that. He's very consistent. Very consistent. Bush Bash is coming up, Daryl. I yes. did see a notice on Facebook um, and on the social media sites that it's coming up. You got any news regarding that and how the format will be played? Uh, the um, the draw is out, um, and uh, the two home sides, um, the Crushers and the Mud Dogs, will play first on Sunday the twelfth. Yep. Um, is that home, here at, at Deakin? Yep. Yes, at Deakin, uh, and followed by the um, Hounds. And the Panthers. Okay, so get along and watch that T20 cricket. Uh, there's some good names being thrown around here. Go for it. Now you've got the platform. Uh, well, I can't announce uh, anything. Oh, okay. I, look, I, as far as the T20 goes, from my perspective, I just sit with Dave Delia and we just coordinate. And then it's handed over to Peter Holland uh, at, and Steve Reeves at our club. And uh, I know Travi has a, a, a lot to do with it down at the Crushers. Have you played any Bush Bash? Have you got any interest there, Scotty? Uh, played in the first two. Right. Opted not to play the last one that ended up getting uh, washed out. But um, I'll be on some holidays while that one's going on. <laughs> Enjoy those. Okay. Um, so player of the round. Team of the century. How can I forget? Daryl, we're inching closer and closer uh. to the big... Afternoon kicking off, I think at eleven o'clock next Sunday, the twenty fifth, eleven thirty at twenty fifth of November at the Overlander Hotel. You've certainly got the numbers, um, and it's getting a little bit bit scary. It's getting a little bit dicey. Yeah. Um, Well, when I say dicey, in terms of what you've catered for and what you've got, (laughs) we're at the pointy end, and uh, I'm oversubscribed with seating. So there's going to have to be some hard decisions or some serious negotiation to go on to accommodate it, which is fantastic. Look, to hold an event like this and to have a poor showing would have been a disaster. Absolutely. But to have the players that have been, the people that have been nominated buy in in the manner that they have and the excitement it's generated and the banter has been fantastic. There is a lift out that'll be uh, in next weekend's uh, Shepparton News. It'll go to every household. Uh, 16 pages. They've been running the stories on the 30 that were selected. Yeah, they've been great reads too, so well done again for the second week in a row. The Shep News have done a fabulous job. So uh, there will be a uh, booklet uh, available and uh, that'll be distributed on the day, but it's a good keepsake too. And there are some serious cricketers in, in this uh, squad. The biggest problem uh, is that, that I've found is getting information uh, on 
the history of some because records have been lost. Mm. Uh, you had a fire. Yeah, we did. It didn't help. Um, SYC, uh, uh, they don't know where their records went when the merger went through. Uh, Koala, they dispersed their uh, their information. So, yeah, there's been some challenges, but... Yeah, and now it's uh, the sleepless night start, just trying to make sure. No, it I'm sure it'll together. work. It will yeah, work out, mate, because you have put in a ton of work, and uh, certainly kudos to you and your team for for, yeah. for organising it and getting it done. I'll probably get you in on the radio show post yeah. the uh, okay. the team of the century, just so you can talk to the listeners about what transpired. Yeah. Obviously, go through the team, it, it all the stories, and well. it will be live streamed yeah. as well. So, so if the clubs have got the opportunity and they don't get, didn't get a gig or aren't able to come. To the function, they might want to uh, set Put up, up something screen, at the club sure. because most clubs are involved. Um, I think there's only a couple of the newer clubs in the Gambia and Euroa that missed out, but Euroa only missed out because um, the grandchildren of she's um, um, named Blackie that uh, played four tests for Australia. Okay, they were going to come along, but uh, the flood changed things. There, yeah, it so certainly made it we hard. Would, we would have had most of the clubs. Let's get on to A-grade cricket. We've only got about oh, less than seven minutes to cover our games for next week. We, we all know the results, but uh, in saying that, Yamurka had a win last week. Central Park had a good first-up win against Kyabram quickly. Scotty, Tyler Larkin made 63. You'd be hoping to back that up again today. Uh, good win against Kai. What did, what did you take out of that one quickly? Yeah, no, uh, good win. Um, we lost a few uh, wickets in the middle there that could have been a bit better, but, um, yeah, happy with the start for the start of the year. Katandra made a big score against old students. Anything over 200 is generally a, a tough score to chase down, and that was enough for the Katandra Eagles. Uh, Marupna solid against Uroa. We all thought that would happen. Uh, Northerners and Nagambi was probably the pick of the, the games. It was a close one. Nagambi made 100, and Northerners only just got it over the line, 8 for 101. So good start for the Northerners. Um, many predicted them to be down towards the bottom of the ladder, but that's that's a solid win. And Wayai, who are one of the, the better sides in the competition, were really too strong for Tatura. The A-grade fixtures, fixtures this week, see, I'll get some tips off you boys as well. Uh, Carrot take on Shep United at Vibert Reserve. All games kicking off at 12.30, providing that the weather stays away. Scotty, what are you thinking that one? It's Kara's first crack for the year. They had a bye last week. Two very good bowling sides. Uh, very good bowling lineups, both Kara and United. I think United maybe just have a little bit more depth with the bat. Yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that. Okay. Uh, this one. And I'll probably make it a trifecta as well. I think Shep United will get the job done against Kara away from home. Kyabram versus Newmerka. That's a good one. Um... Great teams in last season's competition and should be pretty strong again this year. Uh, that one at Kyabram Rec Reserve. What are your thoughts here, Scotty? Kai, take on Yamurka. Tough one. Yeah, very tough one. Might just swing Yamurka's way, but both of these two will finish in the top six. I, yeah, I tend I, to agree. I, I, there was a um, Kyabram showed a bit last week, um, and I wasn't sure how they would perform, and they uh, stood up fairly well, I thought. I and the Merker is going to be one of the. I've got them teams. both penciled in the top four, so yeah. um, I, I think this would be a tough one. I, I still think New Merker's got enough quality yeah. to get them over the line. Big game today: the Andrew Adam Trophy up for grabs. Old students at home take on Central Parks and Brennan's. I know what you, I know who you boys are going to tip, so we don't have to delve too much into that, Scotty. But you, you must be looking forward to getting out at Kyala and playing against the old students, boys. It's always a bit of fun. 
Yeah, um, Tyler actually hit the nail on the head that uh, you guys have got some young blokes in there and uh, whenever you've got young blokes in there, you've got to be wary. Um, you're not sure what talent or the consistency when they're a bit younger. One thing you, do, you, you won't have to worry about is if Gino is playing and he's throwing in from the, uh, from the outfield and you can go that extra run, when you've got the young kids, you've got, you've got to think again. You've got to think, hang on a minute, he's probably got an arm that I'm going to have to worry about. So uh, big hello to you, Gino. I know he's listening just, in, that's for sure. Just a quick question there. Yeah. Do you have a fine session for anybody who gets their photo in the paper? I think we do. I think uh, yeah. Gino probably paid for that one. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Nagambi take on Katandra at the Nagambi Rec Reserve. Boys, who wins that one? I'll, I'll, I'll tip Nagambi at home. I think they'll bounce back from last week. I'm going to follow you in there. Uh, I think just the bowling uh, lineup just might be able to, at home, get the job done. I'm going to go the other way. Just uh, to be different, I think the Katandra showed enough last week, and um, yeah, it could be interesting. Okay, and uh, this one will be a good one at Memorial or at Yarrawa. Um, I'm not sure it's at Memorial Oval. It might be somewhere else, Daryl. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, um, Yarrawa. Anyway, they're at home. They take on Northerners. That's a real 50-50, I think. Yeah. Um, being at home, I might tip the... Uh, well, no, I'll stick with Northerners. I stuck with them last week, and I'll tip them again. I'll get them going for the year 2-0 and for the boys, the Northerners, the Jets, they like to call themselves. Scotty, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'll go with uh, Northerners there. And I'll go the home team, just to be different. Okay, beautiful. And in the final game that makes out the round two fixtures, Tatura take on Marupna. In the, what, the Causeway Derby, if you like to call it that, down at Howley Oval. Tatura, they did okay last week, and I think they'll be smarting after their loss, but Marupna, one of the better sides in it. Uh, I'd have to go the Marupna Cats. Yes. Um, Scotty, what do you reckon? You're going to go them as well? Yeah, very clinical team. Daryl, you're going the same. All right, and Wayai has the bye um, in regards to round two fixtures. So... We're pretty much uh, out of things. Have you boys got anything final to say? Yeah, um, just, a, just a quick one. I don't know about other clubs, but we run a duck pond uh, at our club. And the young kids last week who control this were very quick. What does a duck pond involve? You've got about you, 20 seconds to explain that, Darrell. If you get a duck, you go on the, uh, there's, a, there's a duck with your name on it, and okay. you go on the pond. And right at the top of the pond was our captain. Yeah. And the young fellas... Didn't miss you, did they, Bruno? Uh, they were very quick. It's a long season, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just you Retri- remember it's Retri- round one. Yeah, retribution. <laughs> will be, will Fair be enough. Fair. I'll get you to dig into the uh, into the barrel here, um, Butch, and pick out a name for a club next week that'll be represented. Last week we picked out old, uh, we picked out Central Parks and Brennan's, and we've got the uh, we got the captain, we got the coach on on the mobile phone, and we got the president. So we got the whole box and dice. This week, ladies and gentlemen, it will be the Katandra Eagles that will be represented next Saturday morning on the Cricket Shepparton Show, Statsman. So I'm sure we'll be able to get maybe Jed Wright and a few of the other boys. Might be able to get Corey Hickford with his uh, podcast. He's a bit, bit good behind the microphone. Old okay, Corey. if we can get Corey Hickford, we might get him on the mobile phone and uh, we'll get him into the studio. So sounds excellent. So thank you again, Scotty, for availing yourself this morning on the Cricket Shepparton Show. Good luck today. Not too much luck, though, because you're up against the old students, boys. Daryl, always a pleasure um, working with you on a Saturday morning and at the board. Um, Have a great Saturday, boys. Have a great week. And thank you so much, listeners, over the last 45 minutes. Hope you've enjoyed the Cricket Shepparton Show. Something a little bit different. We've got the Central Park boys in this morning and looking forward to the new stats, man. Thanks again for your work.
pressing all the buttons, and we'll see you next Saturday, same time and same channel on 98.51 FM. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.